Okay, good evening once again. Good evening. I think uh, most of us here are familiar with the account in 1 Samuel 17. Of course, that's probably one of our favorite uh, accounts in the Old Testament of David and Goliath. We are, I think we're all very familiar with that from a young age uh, until we grow, as we continue to grow. Um, Of course, the youngest son of Jesse uh, took out the great champion of the Philistines, Goliath. And by by slinging that single stone uh, into his forehead. And if you remember the Israelites for 40 straight days, you know, he would he would come out and he would um, challenge them and they would greatly feared him and they were dismayed by him. And then David came along and by the strength of. Of God, by his confidence in God, he delivered them from the hands of the mighty Philistines. If you remember uh, in, in verse 37 of that chapter, when he was talking to Saul, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And then to Goliath's face, David said in verse 45, You come to me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have taunted. Now, I'm guessing most of you turn to 1 Samuel 17, but I would invite you to turn with me to 2 Samuel chapter 21, because there is another story about a giant and David that we are not as familiar with. Are you, are you familiar with this story? Let's see this in 2 Samuel 21, starting in verse 15. Now, when the Philistines were at war again with Israel, David went down and his servants with him. And as they fought against the Philistines, David became weary. Then Ishbi Banab, who was among the descendants of the giant, the weight of whose spear was 300 shekels of bronze in weight, was girded with a new sword, and he intended to kill David. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, helped him and struck the Philistine and killed him. Then the men of David swore to him, saying, You shall not go out again with us to battle, so that you do not extinguish the lamp of Israel. So we see near the end of David's life that he is challenged by another giant. Uh, This this giant was by the name of Ishbi Banab, and we're told that he intended to kill David. He wanted David's life, maybe for what he had done to Goliath so many years ago. But we see there that His nephew, Abishai, comes into the picture. He's one of David's mighty men. He's he's one of these men who is honored, uh, most honored. And he helped out David and he struck the Philistine down and and killed him. And then from that point on, David's men urge David to basically, you know, retire from fighting. You know, stay stay out of the limelight. We don't want the, the lamp to be extinguished in Israel and really, from that point on, David can no longer rely on his strength, uh, but he's going to need to rely on the valiant, on his valiant warriors and his imposing army. And so the question I want to ask us tonight is, can we do it all by ourselves? Can we do it all by ourselves? In our Christian walks, I think we, we tend to forget that we can't do everything on our own. You know, we need God's strength, You're just like David needed God's strength when he challenged Goliath. We need God's strength. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, 
Paul says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. He says, be strong, meaning they needed to allow themselves to be strengthened from an external source. And Paul reminds the readers that that strength comes from in the Lord. It's not from themselves, but in the Lord. And then he's going to tell them after the next few verses that they need to put on the full armor of God, that they need to uh, use prayer as a tool to rely upon God. But again, when we think of strength, you know, we think of men flexing their muscles. We think about us digging deep, you know, mustering every ounce that we can possibly find. But that's not what Paul says here. He says that our strength should come from in the Lord. He identifies the location of that strength in the Lord. Psalm 118 verse 14 says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. See, we need to rely on God's strength, but we also need to rely on the strength of others. Just like David relied on Abishai, who came to his aid when he was fighting uh, Ishbi Banab. And we see this concept throughout the whole Bible, all the way back to Genesis chapter 2. God created Adam, and, and he said in verse 18 that it's not good for him to be alone. Right? And so he created him a helper, a help me. He created Eve for him. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, Solomon, the wisest man at that time, in verses 9 through 10, said, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Again, we see the importance of each other, of having, uh, having the help, the strength of each other. Uh, the Bible also tells us in the New Testament uh, that importance about the church. Right? In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, it says when we come together, we're supposed to stir one another up. We're to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Right? We find strength through coming together and encouraging one another. In Galatians chapter 6, we're told that we need to bear our burdens, but then in verse 2 it says we need to bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. Right? We, are, we are doing God's will when we are bearing one another's burdens, when we are helping each other get through this life and our Christian walk, when things might be too heavy to hold on our own backs, we need to bear one another's burdens. We need to use the strength of others. I mentioned in our, our sermon last Sunday uh, in 1 Corinthians 12, how Paul there talks about uh, the body um, and how, of course, each individual Christian makes up the body of Christ and that we, have our own, we all have that unique position within the body. Uh, you know, some of us are feet, some of us are hands, nose, ears, what have you. But all body parts are necessary, as Paul says. Right? The hand can't say to the foot, I have no need of you. The eyes can't say to the knee, I have no need of you. Right? We are dependent on each other. We need the strength of each other. The body is not going to work, not going to fulfill uh, what it needs to do. You know, one of the things that I think has impressed Angela and I uh, with the congregation that we've been here for a couple weeks now is, you know, the Facebook group that we have. You know, I know not everyone uses Facebook, but it's a tool that, that we use, uh, that we can talk to one another, that we can ask for prayer requests. You know, if somebody is, is hurting, they, they ask for, require, for prayers. You know, we are leaning on the strength of others when we do that. Um, can we do it on our own? Right? Can we do it on our own? 
We can't. We can't do it by ourselves. You know, we each are going to have our own giants to deal with in this life. Um, you know, David had Goliath. He had Ishbi Benab. Um, and so our encouragement this even, evening is that, you know, we are surrounded. We are surrounded here by individuals who are willing to help. The help is here, right? We have plenty of Abishai's here ready to step in, ready to help out when things are going tough. You know, we just, some of us, including myself, you know, we, we need to be better at asking for help. We need to be better at asking for help because the help is here, right? The help that we can find in God uh, when we go to him in prayer, when we ask for his strength that way, or we can find strength in our brethren as well. This evening, if you're here with us and, and maybe you have not put Christ on in baptism, um, we would love the opportunity to study with you. We would love the opportunity to um, help you uh, become a Christian. The Bible says that we must hear the word of God, uh, that, we, that we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that we repent, meaning we, we turn away uh, from those things that are, um, that are not pleasing to God, and that we confess Jesus as Lord, and that we be immersed in water for the forgiveness of our sins. And at that point, we contact the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from our sins. God is going to add us to his church at that point, and we'll live uh, a faithful life for him. Uh, if you're here tonight and maybe uh, you are a Christian, you're a part of this family, but maybe you need to be strengthened. Maybe it's time uh, that you, you need to ask God to forgive uh, the sins that are in, in your life that maybe you haven't been repentant of. Or uh, you need the strength of this body to, you know, again, continue on in this life and in your walk. We know that there are plenty here who would love the opportunity to help you. Uh, if, if the invitation has been offer, offered and if it can help anyone, uh, tonight we'd ask that you come forward now as together we stand and sing this song of invitation.